Hello, and welcome to College Planning Simplified. I'm your host, Arielle Villanueva from Advantage College Planning. More than ever, people are looking for guidance to navigate through the college admissions process. On this show, I sit down with admissions reps and consultants to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, and the strategies to take advantage of so you can simplify college planning. In this episode of College Planning Simplified, I talk with Jordan Richards from our Advantage College Planning team. Jordan brings her knowledge of student decision-making through transitions onto the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us, Jordan. Thank you for having me. As anyone who knows me knows, I am an avid podcast listener. I'm always listening to a podcast, but I've never actually had the chance to be on a podcast. Oh, nice. First time. Yes. I love this. So today we're going to talk about college list building, right? So the idea of building an amount of schools that you will eventually use as a list of schools to apply to. So, you know, when we think about college, college is a time for students to explore and be curious, right? Discover new interests. But a lot of times we're getting the question of like, well, where do I start? How do I even create a college list? And there is a ton of colleges to consider, almost over 4,000 colleges and universities. So it can be difficult to find what students want to call their perfect home. But today we have brought Jordan on to talk all about this and share some advice with students. So Jordan, I kind of want to start with this idea of fit because we use it so often in our work, right? So for our parents and students are listening that have worked with us before, we always say fit, fit, the college fit. And for our listeners that are new, we're talking about fit in regards to the students. So can you share what fit means for our listeners? To me, fit is the match between what features a student is looking for in a college and from their college experience, and then the features and services that a college offers. So what a student's looking for and what that college has. Um, And I call these fit factors a student's kind of key college criteria. So the things that are most important to them as they're conducting their college search. So when I'm working with students, I typically break down college fit into four categories, academic, social, environmental, and financial. So academic fit factors are things like, you know, of course, the majors that are offered there, but also features like average class size, hands-on learning opportunities like study abroad or internship. Um, as well as the ability to connect with professors. So kind of anything that makes up a student's classroom or academic learning experience are included in those academic fit factors. In terms of social fit, that can be clubs or organizations that are offered on campus, um, especially if there is a specific type of club or organization that a student is interested in or that they participated in high school and that they want to continue doing during their college experience. Um, 
sorority and fraternity life are also fall under social fit. So if that's something a student is absolutely looking for in their college experience, you want to make sure that that is available on a specific college campus. Or if they know that they do not want Greek life to be part of their college experience, then you'll want to make sure colleges on that student's list aren't really heavy into that Greek experience. Um, the vibe on a campus is also part of that social fit. So are the people there typically outdoorsy? Is there a politically active feel on campus? Do you see a lot of school spirit? Are people walking around wearing that college's t-shirt? Um, is there a big time sports scene on campus? So is football a big deal? Is basketball a big deal or baseball or some other sport on campus? So just thinking about those fit factors that take place outside of the classroom. Environmental factors can focus more on where the college is located and how it's laid out. So weather, like is it sunny a lot? Does it snow in the wintertime? Um, does campus blend into a big city or is there a defined campus space, uh, a gated campus space? Does the campus have its own farm or forest or nature preserve? Um, how far that campus is from a student's home? What do the dorms look like? Do the buildings have a modern feel or a historical feel? Are things updated? So all of those kind of environmental factors make up a bigger college fit. And then finally for financial, how much does the college cost? So what kind of financial aid is offered by that school? And then how well does it match up with a family's yearly budget? Love that. So many different pieces of the puzzle. And it Absolutely. seems like that process too for like finding out what students are thinking, right? Like how do how do you find that students can best consider what their interests are and their preferences? Like, if there is something that they're considering being involved in in college, but they don't have any like prior experience with it. And you mentioned Greek life. And that's one thing I think about is like, how do students know if they want that as a part of their campus experience? So I think it's helpful to think about what they've experienced so far in high school um, and how that might apply to their college experience. So if you are a student who likes being involved, you like doing service work, you like spending time with other people, then Greek life on a college campus could be something that really matches up with what you're looking for. Um, I did not join a sorority when I was in college, but Ariel, I know you were uh, a member of Greek life on your college campus. What were some things that kind of matched up for you between your high school experience and that college experience? Mm, yeah. Uh, when I think back on that too, I didn't go into college thinking I wanted to join a sorority. I grew up as a competitive dancer. So I had that membership feeling of being uh, in a dance company within high school. So this same, now that I'm thinking about it, I've never thought about the correlation between the two, but like wearing the dance like gear to school and like telling all of my friends like, oh yeah, I have this dance competition this weekend, right? There was that membership aspect. Um, and then when I was in college, I was on dance team, but I felt like I wanted to explore 
Greek life. It seemed interesting. So I joined once I was already on campus, um, but I see the parallel between the two things now looking back. So that's, that's a really good question. I haven't thought about that before. And I think you also bring up a great point of you don't need to know everything before you get to college. There are certainly things that you can explore, activities you can learn more about as a current student. Yeah. Do you find that most students, when you're talking with them about the things that they're interested in pursuing in college, is something that they can connect with something that they currently do? Or is it just like outside of the box things that they're like, yeah, I've never thought I would want to join, you know, X club, but sure, I'll just try it. I think it's a really healthy combination of both. So students who have found activities that they're passionate about in high school, who are excited to continue doing that work. Um, and then students who never knew that they could, you know, participate in a competitive esports team in college and are really looking forward to that new opportunity. So I think it's part reflection about what you've been doing and what you enjoy, and then part research in terms yeah. of looking at opportunities that are out there. I also think too, when we're, when we're talking with students, the idea of like geographical location is similar to this, right? Where it's like, well, I've only ever lived in X state, so I don't know what it would be like. So how do you chat with your students about what the campus environment is like? So I think one of the best things that a student can do to get a better idea of what different college environments are like is to actually get out there and visit some colleges. And even if the colleges they visit aren't, you know, the specific institutions that they're interested in attending, they can still get a really nice feel for what being on campus at a small private school is like versus a mid-sized school versus a large kind of state flagship institution. So visiting different types of schools is a really great way to start thinking about what type of school might be a good fit for them. And you mentioned like size to it. I find that most of our students don't really understand like 10,000 people on a campus. So visiting the school, I think gives you a good sense of that vibe of like, what is the hustle and bustle of a 2000 person campus and a 32,000 person campus? Um, and what does that feel like? Does it feel like warm and comforting, or does it feel overwhelming like there's a lot going on? Exactly. And I think a lot of times, too, when students are thinking about, um, when prospective college students are thinking about the number of students at a college, it's hard to think about what exactly that means in different parts of your life as a college student. So what does 30,000 undergrad students on a campus feel like in the residence hall, feel like in the dining hall, feel like in terms of registering for classes. So all different kinds of experiences in a large student body versus in a small student body that you wouldn't necessarily think about until you're moving around on those campus spaces. Yeah, those busy dining halls. Don't miss those days. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you chatted a little bit about like this idea of fit in a um, 
academic and social environment, but I'm wondering too, as it relates to a financial commitment for the entire family, how do you share that information and help families build their list based on financial factors? Thinking about a college list, there are two time points when I'm really taking that financial fit factor into consideration. And so the first time point is when I'm creating the college list. It is really helpful to go into the list building process with as clear an idea as possible of what a yearly budget is. Um, It's also important to realize that a college's sticker price isn't necessarily what you'll end up paying. So at some colleges, um, for example, flagship state schools or highly selective private schools, you're likely going to end up paying pretty close to that sticker price um, unless you have a significant financial need based on the information in your FAFSA, the free application for federal student aid. But at some regional public institutions or less selective private schools, students can get some really significant financial merit aid, so free money from the college. And merit aid is essentially free money given to a student that is not based on their financial need. Oftentimes, it's based on academic credentials like GPA or test scores. And of course, all of these are generalizations, right? Every college is a little bit different, but those are just some examples of aid at different types of schools. So in order to get an idea of what your actual cost of attending a specific college might be, you can use the net price calculator on a college's website. So every college is required to have a net price calculator. Usually it's on the financial aid webpage, but if you have trouble locating it, you can just Google you know, XYZ college net price calculator. And you'll enter in some academic and financial information into the calculator. Different colleges will ask different questions. And then you'll get an estimate of what your actual cost of attending that school would be. And that can be a really helpful tool as you're building a college list and deciding what schools are a good fit from that time point in the process. Love a good net price calculator. Absolutely. It's it's a great tool. Um, And I, I find that most families don't know the idea of the net price. So if you do have questions a little bit more geared towards the financial fit and specifically the FAFSA, we did actually um, a podcast with a colleague, Jeff Levy, and he shared his experience um, as a financial aid advisor um, and also an educational consultant um, about FAFSA and financial aid. And we share some tips about the net price calculator. So definitely check that out. Definitely. So the second time point to think about cost is when you've received that admissions decision from all of the schools that you've applied to, and you're looking at your financial aid award from each institution where you've been accepted. Sometimes it can be really difficult to compare the cost of each college on your list in an apples to apples way. So once you get your financial aid award from each school, you'll know exactly what you'll be paying at each school for that first year, and you'll be able to directly compare your cost of attendance at each of those institutions. And your financial aid award will list any grant, scholarship, or loan that you've been awarded based on your FAFSA and your application for admission. 
Sometimes if a college meets all of a student's key criteria, but the price is slightly higher than the student's budget, we'll leave it on the list and the student will still apply, keeping in mind that even if they're accepted, looking at their actual cost of attendance in the financial aid award will be an important piece of data as they're making their final college choice. Mm, Yeah. The last thing I wanted to chat with you about, Jordan, was the shift in time, right? Like time has continued on. And in the last 10 to 15 years, the college admissions process has drastically changed. Admit rates are getting lowered, right? More students are applying to colleges and it's getting more difficult to get in. So how do you talk with parents who might have their eyes set on their alma mater or a school that they think their child would gain admission to? That's a great question. And there are a couple of pieces to unpack there. So the first piece is helping a parent understand that even though they had a great experience at their alma mater, their students' key college criteria might not be met by that specific school. And that's in no way a knock against their alma mater, but it just means that it might not be a good fit for their child like it was a good fit for them. So the fit piece is important as a parent is thinking about their alma mater for their student. Um, The second piece is that colleges change over time. And so if you think about it, the entire student body of a college will roll over in about four years. So if you're thinking about how many times the student body has completely changed between when a parent went to their alma mater and when their child is applying, it can be pretty significant. Um, And that's in addition to things like new construction on college campuses, updated or added academic programs, and then changes to the area surrounding campus. And so the evolution that takes place on a campus can mean that a college had one reputation when a parent was in college, and it has a totally different reputation now. Or it means that a selective school that admitted, you know, 30% of students back when a parent was in college is now super selective and admits less than 5% of the students who apply. Um, Arielle, I'm thinking about the campus we visited this past spring that has really evolved over the past, you know, 20 years or so. And they told us that they hear all the time from parents that they had no idea how much the reputation of that college had changed until they came for a campus visit with their child. Yeah, it was so cool to see. I think it's always neat to talk with parents when they're talking about their experience on college. And then like you mentioned, like the criteria is just different, right? Whether it's like size or the the word vibe always comes up, but like students might use the word vibe. Like that's not really the vibe I want. And their parents are looking at them like, what do you mean? This is the best institution ever. This is my alma mater. And I don't think it really set in for me. I don't know about you, Jordan, but until I became a parent that like, there is this like sentimental piece. It's like, of course you would want your kid to go to your alma mater, but then understanding like they're their own people and they have their own needs. And it's completely different of what my experience was. So it's a good reminder for all those parents out there. Absolutely. I love the idea of a parent wanting their child to have as exciting, enjoyable, educational experience as they did in college. So maybe helping 
kind of recenter this conversation on having as good of a college fit as that parent mm-hmm. had with their alma mater can be helpful. Yeah. And students to the point of selectivity, that's usually a big change that we'll see over time. So when students or families are talking about the selectivity of the school, what do you recommend in regards to looking at for like an academic profile and how to fit the student with that? When I see parents and sometimes students getting stuck on a really selective school or a really selective list of schools, I think it's helpful to look at the data. So looking at the percentage of students who are admitted and then looking at average GPA and middle 50% of test scores at a specific school can be really helpful data points as you're thinking about the likelihood of a particular student being admitted into a college. And if that student's academic credentials don't line up with that particular college, there are likely some really lovely schools out there that meet the student's key criteria where the student's academic profile is also more of a match. Um, And then also, if a student's academic profile matches, but all of the schools have acceptance rates of less than 20 or 25%, then adding some schools to the list that are admitting more of their applicants can be really helpful as well. We see this when we're building the list and we talk with our students and families about the schools in regards to the probability of admission. So this likely or target reach institutions. What Jordan's referencing about the admit rates, I think is important for our listeners to consider, which is if you have those schools on your list that are reach schools, right? The admit rates are low. How can you look to consider to add more of those target or likely schools that fit the criteria of our student's academic profile a little bit more um, and raise the probability of admission. Um, So looking at those admit rates, I think is a really helpful thing to consider, Jordan. So thanks for mentioning that. Absolutely. And I think it's important to remind everybody involved that finding the right fit college isn't about attending the school with the lowest acceptance rate or the school that is most difficult to get into, but finding a school that best matches the student's key criteria, a school where they'll be challenged but not overwhelmed, where they feel comfortable enough to kind of put themselves out there and get involved. I think that's a great place to, to end our conversation today because we're it's almost like we're ending with an exclamation point, like college fit, academics, social, financial is important. And remember, you know, finding the institution that the student feels like it best matches them is the key. So um, thank you for sharing that with our listeners and providing some advice and tools for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Whether it's a college in the middle of a big city, a college town, an art school or tech school, a women's college, HBCU, or a school with a rigorous academic experience, There are tons of things to consider when picking which schools to apply to. I hope you enjoyed hearing Jordan's perspective about building a college list that meets a student's key college criteria. And as always, thanks for listening to College Planning Simplified with Advantage College Planning.